Hello and welcome back to the MRX Lab podcast brought to you by Flex MR, where we investigate and explore topics on the fringes of market research. I'm your host, Chris Martin, and today we're going to be talking about the role of software developers. In particular, I want to pose a question to you. Who has a greater impact on the research experiences that participants have? Is it market researchers or is it software developers? Of course, the question only really applies to online and tech-enabled research. But there is a case to be made for the reach of software development expanding into the offline world too. Agile. The project management philosophy that's maybe applied a little too liberally today had its roots in software development. Specifically, in the mid-90s, a group of software developers became increasingly frustrated with the friction between the developing practice of uh, software development and the existing models of management. And so, Agile was born to enable what's called continuous shipping. And Agile today touches market research both in online and offline projects. But while interesting, that's beside the point. What I think the research sector should be thinking about more frequently is who shapes research experiences and how. Gone are the days of standing outside a store with a clipboard and pen where researchers had full control of the experience. I mean, of course, that still happens, but it's much more common now to take a survey online or to sign into a branded community. A recent GRIT report, for example, highlighted that researchers were 2.3 times more likely to use online surveys than offline alternatives. And so this is where, in the online world, that question becomes trickier to answer. Researchers are dependent on software developers to build digital spaces. So when it comes to best practice, things like creating engaging experience, designing the layout of pages, or creating the interface uh, which people are going to interact with, who's in charge and who should be in charge? I don't know if there's a single answer to that question, or even just a couple of good answers to choose from, because it will inevitably vary depending on the company that's built the software. But I think a good starting point is to look at the different elements that developers influence. And the seven key areas I think this influence is felt most. Software features, user interface, user experience, participant experience, data access, technical and uh, infrastructure architecture. It's also important to consider how developers view themselves and their role in the research industry. So to find out, I asked a few of them, and here's a couple of samples of what they said. Software development in market research is about providing people with a voice. We harness technology to create engaging digital spaces that empower researchers and encourage people to share their thoughts. Another told me, it shouldn't surprise anyone that software development and the landscape evolves at a rapid pace, from the cloud to big data to machine learning. As a developer, it's my job to understand these technologies and identify how they can complement new and existing market research tools. In these conversations, I found that two key themes emerged. The first is that developers view their role in the industry as one which 
builds the foundations for researchers and participants to further build upon. The second is that a developer looks to new technologies and innovations to understand how they can fit into and improve existing processes. Now, unsurprisingly, these both draw heavily on technical expertise, so they rely on insight professionals for guidance on what they and their participants want. What emerges out of this is what I think of as somewhat a cyclical process, one that offers both great opportunity but also presents a really big challenge. And let me explain what I mean by that. Research methodologies, projects and reports are designed by researchers who are restricted, of course, by the technology and the software available. Developers, meanwhile, build the tools and software that the industry uses but are restricted by our expectations, our needs, and previous ways of working. What happens is the two groups end up placing unexpected restrictions on each other, limiting their effectiveness and often the impact of their expertise. The opportunity, therefore, I think is in solving uh, this cycle of restrictions, or at least finding better ways to work together that recognises the expertise of both groups. I like to try and imagine this as a scale. On the left hand side are programming and technical skills, while on the right uh, are research and reporting skills. So left to right you might read programming, QA, UI, UX, data collection, research, management, data analysis and storytelling. Obviously there's a lot more than that, but that's a rough outline. Somewhere in the middle, usually around data collection is a line, and everything left of that line I find is generally considered developer input, and everything right of that line is considered researcher input. But in reality, the knowledge of every skill on that scale is absolutely crucial to building software that works for insight professionals and participants. So I propose we should start to blur that line a little, that researcher input should start to extend further to the left, and developer input should extend further to the right. After all, the more language we can share, the better we can become at working together and building software that delivers what our clients want, whether they're internal or external. I think this is summed up nicely by another quote I was told while researching this topic, and it goes, as developers working in the research space, we have the same vision, the same responsibilities as inside professionals. We just use a different set of skills to achieve that goal. This is so important because as our industry continues to develop, the influence of technology is only set to increase. Looking at the GRIT report around innovation again, only two of the top 12 emerging research methods don't require software in order to implement and increasingly complex technological feats are gaining in popularity pretty fast. So 58% of um, researchers are at least interested in the capabilities of eye tracking. Now I don't know about you, but I have no idea how the technology be behind eye tracking works. But if it's going to be something that I'd start recommending to my clients, I would want to understand how it works, why it works, what its limitations are, and what participants should expect from it. And that requires learning from those who have technical knowledge, not just knowledge about its application. 
So to end this podcast in a slightly different way, I want to pass off four questions to you to think about, consider, and uh, maybe hopefully help us start forming better models of working that can draw on the combined experience of software developers and market researchers alike. These are my four questions for you. Number one, what makes a good experience for participants and a good project for stakeholders? Number two, what should we be teaching developers about working in the research industry? Number three, how can we improve communication between researchers and developers? And number four, how can developers and researchers work together to find the best outcomes? With that said, that brings me to the end of this episode. I hope I've given you some food for thought with this one, and I'd love to hear your opinions on what I think is this really interesting but rarely discussed topic. But for now, thank you for tuning into the MRX Lab podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to be notified when we publish new episodes on your favourite podcasting service, and you can check our show notes out at www.flexmr.net. Just head over to the Resource Centre and choose Podcast from the drop-down menu. And I will see you next time, where we'll be talking about memes as a visual language for communication and whether or not they hold value in research contexts. <laughs>